When you get out of survival mode, your team is going to benefit greatly. And today we're going to talk about how they're going to benefit when you plan your way and get your way out of survival mode. Welcome to the Surviving to Thriving podcast that helps women leaders in nonprofits get out of survival mode and thrive in both leadership and life. I'm your host, leadership development coach, Kathy Archer, and I help women leaders enjoy impactful leadership. Welcome to the 50th episode of the Surviving to Thriving podcast. If you have been a loyal listener all along, thank you. Thank you for listening to the episodes. Thank you for the feedback. Thank you for the ratings that you've given me. I so appreciate it. The podcast is called Surviving to Thriving because many women in nonprofits are living in survival mode and it sucks. It sucks the life out of you. It sucks the life out of your team. It sucks the life out of your organization and it's not fun. So I wanted to create this podcast because what I know is that you want to lead with confidence and it's hard to lead with confidence when you're stuck in survival mode. And so we want to plan our way out of survival mode. That's the work I do in the training library, which is my membership site. The creation of a plan helps you figure out where it is you want to go, where you are now and what and what you need to do to get to that vision. And so last week, we talked about the five sort of impacts of staying stuck in survival mode on your team. I know it sucks for you. I know it sucks the life out of you, but it also impacts your team. So if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to it. In that episode, we talked about being grumpy, being scattered, being narrow-minded, lacking enthusiasm, and losing the passion for your work. And so today we're going to flip those around and talk about what it feels like and the impact it has on your team when you ditch survival mode and move to thriving in both your leadership and life. So last week we talked about the continuum. We are somewhere along that continuum of surviving to thriving and in the middle is coping. And I know that coping feels okay for a while, but doesn't isn't something that you want to do forever. Survival mode sucks. You can't stay there forever. But where you really want to be is thriving. You got into this work because you love it. You wanted to make a difference. You felt that you could do that. And somewhere along the way, something's happened. Let's get that back. When you plan your way to survival mode and go grab the download, kathyarcher.com slash thrive. I'll put the link in the notes as well. That helps you look at where you land on the surviving to thriving continuum. It's a guide, a couple check marks to help you sort of go, oh, these things are all happening for me. This is where I am. And then you'll also get the five mistakes that women leaders make when they're trying to plan their way out of survival mode and the fixes for those. Because that's the key that you really need to do is how do I get out of this? And when you get out of survival mode, this is what you're going to create. We're going to flip those five around that we talked about last week on episode number 49. We're going to talk about the impact you have when you move out of survival mode and into thriving, the impact you have on your team. So last week we talked about that if you're in survival mode, you're grumpy. When you move to thriving, you become positive, you become optimistic, you become hopeful. Hopeful has three parts, by the way. Hope we often think of sort of Pollyannish, but hope is actually a vision that tomorrow will be better than today. The confidence that we or I can get there And then what's called pathways. We're going to try this. And if this doesn't work, I know we'll do this. And this is part of it too. And so if we're looking at 
getting through a pandemic, you know, I know that we will create strength in our team. I know that this is a hard time, but we will figure out a way to support our clients. So that's that vision that tomorrow's going to be better than today. Then the confidence. We've been through tough times before. We know how to come together as a team. We've got resources and supports. The government's helping us out. We've got some team players over here that are putting some extra effort in. We've got the resources. And then those pathways. You know, one of the things we're going to do is we're going to get on Zoom and regularly meet on Zoom. We're going to figure out how to engage our clients in activities that, that are meaningful to them. And you start to create those pathways. And that's when you are thriving. You're on top of things. You're positive. You're optimistic. And you're creating the impact on your team is in that you're also creating that optimism and positivity in them. Instead of feeling like, oh my God, how are we ever going to do this? This is awful. This sucks. When is this going to end? It's like, you know what? This is growing us. This is strengthening us. We're being better because of it. And that's that positivity that you can generate when you get out of survival mode and move to thriving. So the second thing we talked about last week was that when you're stuck in survival mode, you're scattered. You are all over the place, whacking that mole, putting this fire out, running over here with this crisis. When you get out of survival mode and move to thriving, and again, this takes some effort, this takes some planning, this takes some purposeful, intentional work that you need to do inside of you. You know, you have to plan what's going on, where you want to go, how you want to get there. But when you do it, you get out of that scattered space where you're all over the place and you get focused, you get clear, you get intentional, you know what you're doing every day. You've got your projects, tasks, teams lined out. You're able to set your priorities. You're able to set boundaries because you know what you're doing each and every day. Yes, fires still come up. Yes, crises still happen, but you can deal with those. And you can also get the work done that, you know, that, that work that is important but not urgent you can actually get there because you're focused. I'm doing this now. I'm doing this then. I'm working on this. So when you move from survival mode to thriving, you get out of that scattered place and you become focused. The third thing we talked about when you're stuck in survival mode is that you lack the enthusiasm. And when you lack the energy and enthusiasm, you drag yourself down and you drag your team down. Instead of being excited and energetic and ready to roll, you're like, Bleh. but when you move to thriving and you start to feel that energy and enthusiasm in yourself, that zest for life. Zest is energy and enthusiasm for life. And if you want to have a team that's motivated, inspired, engaged, that have the energy and enthusiasm to make a difference with their clients, to do the fundraising activities, to figure their way through some of these crazy times, you need to bring the energy and enthusiasm. And that's what happens when you move to thriving. Because when you aren't thriving, you're getting the sleep you need. You are doing the work-life balance stuff that's important. You are taking little breaks throughout the day. You're doing breath work. You're eating healthy. All of those things, when you're thriving, then turn around and impact your employees. They have a, a way of um, sort of filtering through you and your employees are like, wow, she's like always got energy. How does she do that? And then you role model it and demonstrate it for them by leading that balanced life, by really focusing on wellness at work, which by the way, is one of the courses that I teach inside of the membership, the training library. It's a whole course on how to instill those wellness habits throughout your day. I took a break between recording this podcast and what I was doing before and I was eating my lunch, but I went outside and sat in the sunlight for a few minutes 
no phone, no computer, no nothing, just sat in the sunlight and ate my lunch. Because I know even if that was only a 10 minute segment of my day, it feeds my soul, it feeds my energy, it creates purpose and meaning because I am able to connect with nature and the bigger world around me. That little tiny piece during the middle of my workday is incredibly important for creating the energy and enthusiasm with the work I do. The fourth thing that we talked about when you're stuck in survival mode is that you are narrow focused. You know, you've got your blinders on, head down, doing the work. Again, that whack-a-mole, putting out fires, dealing with crises. You're just trying to get the to-do list done as fast as you can. But what happens when you're there, this is the impact on your team that we talked about last week, is that your team feels it. They feel like you are disengaged. They feel like you, because you you balance work and, and ta- or people and task, but when you're in survival mode, task just becomes more important. Get through those things as fast as you can. And you neglect your team. You aren't able to connect from your heart. You aren't able to have real empathy and compassion and, and connection because you're really stepped back from them. So when you shift to thriving, you are not narrow-minded. You're open. You're seeing all of the things that are going on around you. You are able to connect with the, the future and see what's going on, you know, a month, two months, three months down the road. You're able to help your team understand what we're doing today and how it connects with that project down the road or this work that we're doing and is connected to these goals that we set or this part of the contract that we have. So you're you're able to open up and see risks and um, things that are happening sort of around you so that you're better able to engage with your staff, you're better able to take your program and organization forward. Instead of just, you know, this narrow little focus, you're open and you're open to ideas and you're open to new things as well. So that's number four. The final thing we talked about last week was that when you are stuck in survival mode, you've lost your passion. You came into this work because it mattered to you and suddenly the job became soul sucking. So when we flip that around and get out of survival mode and move to thriving, you create that passion inside of you again. That fire starts to burn about why you want to make this difference, what you need to do. And you bring that to the team. Your team feels your passion. Your team feels your engagement. Your team feels the the focus, the drive that you have. And you also would inspire it in them. So you get to talk about why are you here? Why are you doing this work? What difference does this make to you? So we take all of those things and it starts to really make a difference in the team. Instead of the team that is all feeling like they're stuck in survival mode and your culture is sort of a toxic culture, you get out of that and you create an engaged team. You're positive. You're focused. You are bringing the energy. You are open to new ideas, and you've got the passion for doing the work. Get out of survival mode, move to thriving. So let's talk about a staff meeting where you are thriving. On last week's podcast, we talked about a staff meeting where you are stuck in survival mode. So when you're in thriving, you come into the meeting and you are positive, you're optimistic. You know, whether it's a Zoom call or a face-to-face, you come in, maybe you got a little bit of bounce in your step, Maybe you're smiling, maybe you're singing a little tune, maybe you start the staff meeting with a little bit of a gratitude exercise or deep breathing, but you create that initial feeling at the beginning of the meeting 
where it's positive, where it's optimistic, where it's hopeful. And you bring that in the words you say, in the energy you bring, in the mannerisms that you're using. All of that comes into play because you feel it. Like it's just sort of bubbling out of you and, and you bring it with you. The second thing that you bring is that you're focused. You've got your agenda ready. You know what you're talking about. You're prepared. You've brought the things that you need to work on, that you need to report on. You know what other people are reporting on. You've got them scheduled in. Maybe your agenda was out uh, a week in advance, so everybody was prepared for it. Instead of feeling scattered, you're focused. You're also enthusiastic. Remember we said if you're stuck in survival mode, you have none of that enthusiasm. You're like, well, but here you're like, hey guys, look what we've got going here. Wow, this is exciting. Or, you know, again, you've got the energy to do a little bit of a team building activity. And maybe it's nothing big, but it's just enough to get people to smile and lighten up a little bit, feel the connection between them. But you've got that oomph to do those kinds of things. You're not just dragging your butt through the staff meeting. You're engaged and excited. And the impact is that your team feels that as well. They feel that energy and it lifts them. You know that when you walk into a room and you're like this, everybody around you kind of sucks down and, and loses their enthusiasm. But when you walk into a room with confident body posture, chin up, a little smile on your face, a little bit of energy, it creates that in the people around you. So instead of being grumpy, you're positive. Instead of being closed, you're open. Instead of no energy, you're enthusiastic. Instead of narrow-minded, you're now open. You're open to possibilities. You're open to ideas. When you bring a challenge to the team, you set it out and you don't give your idea first. You just lay it out there and let people brainstorm crazy weird ideas and you really encourage the team not to shut them down. When somebody brings up something that you feel that sort of, oh, I know that's going to work. You've done the work. This is where I talk about the inner work. You've done the work to feel that trigger, to manage your emotions and what you're saying. That comes from the, in the training library, I do a whole course around willpower essentials, which is helping you, you know, manage what's coming out of your mouth. It's also helping you not get hooked on social media. It's also helping you with decision-making. All of that's willpower. And so when you're thriving, You've got your strength of will. You can control your thoughts and your urges to go and shut that down. And you stay open. You stay engaged. You stay curious because you're thriving. Again, you've got that positivity, that energy. So positive, enthusiastic, open, uh, focused. And then the last one is passionate. Your soul, your livelihood is being fed again by the work. You feel connected to it, a deep connection a heartfelt connection. You feel that connection to the people around you. You care, you have empathy, you have compassion. You feel alive every day. When you're in survival mode, you're like dead, drained, exhausted, done. But when you're thriving, you feel that life again in you. And you are breathing life into the organization. You're breathing life into your employees. And that's so incredibly important for the work you do, the impact you want to make, the clients you serve, the communities you reach out to, you need to breathe life into your team, your organization, and the work you do. In order to, to do that, you have to create that plan. You have to do that work. I always am coming back to the inner work. You have to get clear on your values, your morals, your ethics, what hill you're going to die on. You have to understand what triggers you and learn how to manage your emotions, not shut them off, but manage them. Passion and energy and enthusiasm are emotions. 
We need those emotions at work. But you spend a lot of time, if you're like most women, trying to shut those off and leave them at the door. No, no, no. We don't want you to leave your emotions at the door. We want you to manage your emotions. That's what composure is. We want your passion and your fire and your energy and your enthusiasm and your positivity and your creativity. We want all of those emotions. We also need your concern and your frustration and your anger, but we need them managed. You have to look at how am I expressing my frustration when an employee does something wrong? Because you still want to grow them, develop them, engage them. You don't want to shut them down. And that's what I mean by the inner work. Some people call this soft skills. Um, some people call it personal development. I call it becoming a great leader. Becoming a great leader starts with you doing the inner work. And that's what's going to get you out of survival mode. If you are tired of survival mode, if you are tired of being stuck there, feeling like the energy in your team is drained, perhaps toxic, lots going on, it starts with you. And you have to create that plan, figure out where am I now, where do I want to be, and what do I need to do to get there? And then you start working that plan. And it is work. I'm not going to tell you it happens overnight. That's why I created the training library. Because in it, there's a whole bunch of courses that helps you to be ongoing focus on this. You know, in the training library, I have a course on uh, coaching your, your team. Because sometimes you're really focused on growing a few people. But I also have a course on conflict resolution and how to have some of those challenging conversations. Because that's the reality of where you're at sometimes. We talk about gossip on teams and, you know, how that that team culture can really become negative and what you can do to impact your team culture, the morale of your team. And again, all of that comes from you doing some of that inner work, because likely what happens is, again, you've shut down, you're just trying to get through your day, and it's hard to deal with all of this. So flip it around. If you want to create an incredible team, make an incredible difference in the work you do, it starts with you. Get out of survival mode and move to thriving. Create that positivity, that excitement, energy, optimism for the work you do. Be focused on what's important. Get that important but maybe not urgent work done. Be clear on what you're working on. Be clear on what you're doing and help your team do that as well. Be enthusiastic. You need to have energy for impact. How do you create that energy? What are you doing to, to feel enthusiastic and engage your team in that way? That's that enthusiasm that you need to generate. Be open. There's lots going on. And if you just shut everything down, it's going to create stagnant stagnation in your team. Be open. Be curious. Be mindful about all of that and create that in your team. And then finally, do the work to bring your heart back into it. We need your passion. We need you to be doing this work that is meaningful to you. And we need you to help the people in your team do that. When you get out of survival mode and move to thriving, in both your leadership and life, you will feel happier, your team will feel happier, and you will all feel more engaged. And that, my dear, is going to create that in your organization and your team so you can all do the work that you need to do. We need your organization. We need the work you do. We need the impact you have on your clients. Starts with you. Get out of survival mode and move to thriving in both your leadership and your life. Go make the rest of your day awesome. If you found today's episode helpful, then you are going to love the training library. Many women leaders in nonprofits wish that they had a coach or a mentor to help them, but they don't believe that they or their organization can afford it. Oh, but you can. Inside of the training library membership site, you will not only get access to affordable and easily accessible ongoing personal and professional development training, 
you will also have access to a leadership coach at your fingertips. That way, when you hit those inevitable challenges that leadership will bring your way, you'll have both the resources and the support to navigate your way through them with confidence, composure, and while keeping your integrity intact. To find out more, head to kathyarcher.com slash library. If you are enjoying the show, I'd love it if you could leave me a comment or a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Go make the rest of your day awesome. Awesome.